we're back. Um, how's your week been? Um, it's been all right. Uh, yep. As we recorded this, we just had Easter, which we had an Easter dinner together. We did. It was actually really good. What did you think of the Easter dinner? We kind of all cooked a number of things. We had like a big ham. And yeah, we, I, uh, I'm not the one saying this, but this is coming from someone else, but they're not here. Um, I guess it's ironic we eat ham on Easter. Um, <laughs> that I guess that's we're not in the South currently. I guess, but mm-hmm. we would say well, we're very Virginia's s- the South. Okay, technically well, they don't act like it, but it's technically a Southern state. Yeah, I guess we have a lot of Southern roots around us too, though. Even though we weren't born there, yeah, we have those Southern roots that are very southern so we had like macaroni and cheese and very heavy heavy southern foods yeah so we had like green bean casserole and ham and like you said mac and cheese and we had like bacon wrapped asparagus and stuff (laughs) bacon wrapped vegetables it's wonderful (laughs) that's that's it was delicious that was my first time ever having that really yeah it's it was wasn't it good it was delicious. It's <laughs> we should very do it regularly. Odd, yeah. I, I'm not a big bacon person, though. I just don't eat a lot of pork. You're a psychopath. I don't eat a lot of pork. Well, we had a crap ton on Easter. Anyway, uh, hope you guys had a great holiday. Um, hope you guys had a good Easter and got a chance to spend some time with each other, even during a time where it's not necessarily encouraged. I remember you did a fast for something. Remember last year you were working at that church and you mm-hmm. did a fast. What was that for? Um, well, we had a church. I, I went to a church that was, uh, it was called like Week of Prayer and Fasting. And it was like a week where you fast something. You can fast food. You can fast really anything. Just, you know, taking time away from that's in the normal routine. So it causes you to remember. Um, it kind of pushes you to remember to pray. And it pushes you to remember to you know, deny yourself in in a way that you know. Because I remember reminding there was someone that I went I worked with that I don't know just very vaguely that conversation came up about fasting and they said that they did excuse me they did the Daniel fast. Oh, I've heard of that. There was a couple of people at that, that church that when we did a fast they were they would do the Daniel fast, and so yeah, you eat like nuts and stuff mm-hmm. and just water, and you don't have coffee or anything like that. Um, it's but, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, um, so did you have anything in mind of an idea that you were interested in talking about? Yeah. Kind of very vaguely, I guess, talk about with everything that's going on. Um, in my mind, I think this is kind of right now, the United States is kind of at a quarantine, but in my mind, I think we're towards the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't officially said this is the end of it kind of type thing yet, but I think is we're getting close to the end. But going on with that, um, we were talking with somebody and they said, they were asking us being in scouts and what, and they said, how did you, what did you learn in scouts to survive in the woods or yeah. that, or just us being in quarantine? Has it helped with anything? I guess not help, but there's some people, you know, you're in quarantine, but some people are going crazy. They want to buy food and yeah. just, just vaguely talk about that. I mean, I, I would say... What's your thought on that? 
Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is obviously with anything, if you get in a situation that you're unfamiliar with, the key is to not panic, to not freak mm-hmm. out, Yeah, you know? And man, we as humanity and Americans definitely panicked in front <laughs> end of this. It was ridiculous, honestly. The whole thing with the toilet paper and people buying up cleaning supplies like crazy and mm. and now even it, it kind of made uh, at work we're dealing with people having to make their own face masks because mm-hmm. they're wanting to keep masks for people um that work in like the hospitals and such and there's a shortage but I, just the fact that we all freaked out and was like okay if we have to buy all the masks we have to add, use all the masks add on that i i work at lowe's um the like the lumber place mm-hmm. yeah. um, lows the store and i remember when all this first started there was so many people just trying to buy masks but like it wasn't at a point where we were at quarantine we weren't at anything like that so everybody was like these people buying masks and they're crazy <laughs> i remember we had so many masks and things on back order yeah. at the company and just distributors just they just shut down they said we are not distributing any more mm-hmm. masks because there's so many people buying them right yeah. now yeah and so they just completely shut down a lot of the people like we couldn't order them mm-hmm. as a store as a company that has that kind of stuff yeah i so it was crazy i mean a lot of small businesses like they're actually making masks and Mm -hmm. the place i worked has a costume design department they actually made a whole bunch of masks and gave all the employees one (laughs) to have around i did to have around when when did you get it like today oh (laughs) take um all the employees get one like homemade face mask and to wear around work because Mm -hmm. you know if you're not in work or visiting family you're really not supposed to be around a lot of people. And so when you are having to go to work, if you're essential job working, then you're supposed to try to take precautions to do good social distancing and, and cover your face and whatnot. And so they provided for us because they, you can't just go out and buy face masks right now. There's just no none anywhere. So getting back to the idea of the survival thing, yes, it's so important that we, you just don't panic. You know, that's, that's something that... We've talked a lot about being in Boy Scouts. That's something Mm -hmm. that actually when you said at the beginning that someone asked about it, I like what was the biggest thing that I think Scouts taught me? And for me, it was definitely it was learning how to take care of yourself in a survival or being in a survival kind of mindset and also Uh, well being able to take care of yourself enough that you can also take care of others that's what Mm -hmm. boy scouts kind of taught me if i was to round it out there's other things like leadership and you know i don't know a bunch of personal skills with merit badges and whatnot but really it comes down to being able to take care of yourself in pretty much any situation yeah i would say i agree with that i know something from just personal experience like going on camp outs or things like that where we aren't accessible to like the city and just stores Mm -hmm. and stuff not that this is a survival thing but i know a big thing for me especially when i was a younger scout 
was not being organized. Like, yeah. especially when we did like backpacking trips and stuff, you would have to put everything in one bag and you have to be organized and knowing where this stuff is, the mm-hmm. important stuff. You have to have your food, your tent. Sometimes we, we eventually got to doing hammocking, mm-hmm. which was a lot easier than bringing a tent. But It was smaller, easier to pack. Yeah. But like just being organized and everything, especially if it rained, because your stuff would get eat wet. Yeah. Everything would get wet so easy. Yeah. So you had to be organized and know how to do that. I would say it was not till like my later years in Scouts that I actually figured that out <laughs> to get organized and not like have a miserable time yeah because everything was just so disorganized i think that was just just being younger and trying to figure things out too yeah their organization is super important when we went on long hiking trips there would be you would have to survive with what you brought on your back you know and that's that's stressful when you're preparing for that you're constantly like, oh, my backpack is so heavy. And then you're like, oh, did I get everything? Am I going to need this while I'm in the woods? Because I'm not going to see civilization for four days or five days or a week, however long that trip was. And you're just, you're going to survive. You're going to figure it out. Um, But then you also don't want to overload yourself. I would say just even exercising that ability to, you know, weed out the things that you don't need and keep and hold on to and value the things you do mm-hmm. allows you to do that in personal life as well. So you first you don't learn to panic in a situation, <laughs> and then you also learn how to be, okay, what's important that I need to focus on? If I'm constantly focusing on how miserable I am or if I'm constantly focusing on, you know, I can't go out and do what I normally will do, well, then try to change your mindset a little bit. Think, okay, I can't do these things. So what can I do right now? Try to keep yourself busy and you learn to focus on the things that are important so you're not just lingering constantly on extra baggage, you know? Yeah, I know. Um, not This isn't about organizing, but for me personally, just being in a quarantine where not you're not supposed to really go out, it's mm-hmm. not like they're making it mandatory, but you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. It's been rough. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people probably have been rough just not having anything to do, just being bored yeah. and stuff like that. I, For me, it hasn't been crazy difficult because I, I still am going out each day to go to work. Mm-hmm. I am kind of isolated at work, and it's very bare minimum people at work, only the people that have to be there. And so I'm going out each day, but then when I'm done, I go back home and I'm hanging out at home. I would say the only thing that's been difficult for me was just hanging out with friends. I guess even the people at, since back in South Carolina that are good friends, I don't, I haven't, I don't hung at, hang out with them often. But even just for some reason during this time, it's made me miss them a lot. It makes me want to hang out with those close friends a friends, lot. Yeah, because you're not doing anything. Yeah. Um, I guess now that we don't, let's. I'm gonna tell a quick story. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the Boy Scout thing of something that was not organized correctly and it's just a funny story that i remember um how we would do like food for campouts for would be usually per per patrol we had two patrols at first then we eventually split into three yeah but if you don't know what a patrol is it's like the scout troop and then they divide it into different like two different groups yeah um so we would do food per patrol so two groups of people would get food um 
how we normally do it is we would elect someone that's going on the camp out and say, hey, can you buy the food for the camp out for this meal, like a dinner and then a mm-hmm. breakfast? We usually plan it out and everything. Yeah. And then everybody in that patrol would just pay that person back. Which when you're young, you don't. You don't think I can't trust this person to not get food. You just assume, okay, I don't have to do it, so I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah, they have to worry about it. But if someone's super flaky, <laughs> so I guess you know what the story. I'm well, about I, to tell. I, I'm guessing I know where it's going. There was there was one scout. I guess he said he was coming on the camp out, but when we told him he had to buy food, he didn't want to, so he decided to just not show up to the camp oh out. Oh my gosh! Um, but <laughs> what a trash person! He didn't tell anybody that. <laughs> He wasn't coming, so I remember showing up there, and we start driving like to go on the trip, and they're like, "Wait, he never came. We don't have any food, like no food for like two meals. It was like a dinner and a breakfast." Okay, <laughs> that not only was organized wrong, but no one like checked up on this kid. Mm-mm. How old was he? I mean, he was probably younger now, probably thirteen. 14, 15. See, that like was that. the problem. They didn't, the kid didn't tell their parents that they mm-hmm. were responsible for anything because they didn't want to do it. And then they're just like, oh, well, I don't want to do this, so I'm not going to show up on the camp out. And then, my goodness, that is a great <laughs> example of the um, very large majority or maybe minority of um, people in this world act, you know? Yeah. They just say, screw everyone, I want to be comfortable right now. Mm-hmm. That that gets me fired up a little <laughs> bit because it's so important that everyone pulls their weight. And if you think that I can, that you should live comfortably at the expense of someone else, that's another thing that Boy Scouts taught us is to not be, not to care so incredibly much about your own comfort. Like think about the yourself and the comfort level of yourself and everybody else. And work mm-hmm. together to disperse that. If you're, if one person like who you're talking about <laughs> decides to just flake out, not show up, not show up. How, what did you guys eat? We ended up. I remember telling our uh, scoutmasters, and they were like, "Okay, we'll really quickly make a stop. You guys just <laughs> grab something right quick, and then um, you'll have a meal. We're gonna do like this." Mm-hmm. We just made a quick stop, like for ten minutes, grab something. You guys so pretty much bring... got like check mix and stuff, <laughs> probably. Well, no, well, I remember because we stopped at a store. They stopped at like a grocery store, just okay. a really quick one. I think it was like like a buy low. Well, that's good. And... That so, were you the one that was paying attention? Yeah, because <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> out I of how many guys? There was maybe six. Out of six seven, guys, you were the eight. only one that noticed on the way to the camp out. That you were like, this dude doesn't have the food. We don't have any food for this camp out we're yeah. heading towards right now. Well, that's great that you figured that out. Also, like, why Boy Scouts taught us so much is because the Scoutmasters didn't come behind us. They didn't. <laughs> they, they didn't make sure we were doing it right. They're like, if you do it wrong after we've told you how to do it right, you're going to have to suffer for that. I mean, we would have figured something out, but... yeah. I yeah. like that mindset, though. People might think that might be an abusive mindset to do to younger guys, but a group of younger guys need to learn harsh reality at some point. And mm. honestly, you know, beat up the kid who was flaking. <laughs> beat up the kid. I don't know. I don't think beat him up. Just, like, tell him how serious it was. And, like, nah. 
let him know what he did. <laughs> I'm not advocating bullying, but gosh dang it, that could have ended poorly, very poorly for you guys. So I guess just tying it back to the beginning, that's kind of just being prepared in general mm-hmm. and not freaking out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think that it takes a lot of practice. I don't think that's something that we do naturally. Um, yeah. Well, do you think that being prepared or or learning how to cope with these kind of situations is something people do naturally? Or do you think that you're only good at it because you've been in situations before that have prepared you for, you know, times like these? Now, this is kind of a very broad term because I know we've talked about this in the past. Personalities? I... I <laughs> Now, I know you you don't agree with personalities, and you say there's no such thing as personalities. That's for another topic. That's but, a big conversation to have and to bring up on a podcast like this. But for me to say personalities, it's more of your personality, and it's okay. easier for the person and their personality. What I mean by personality is like the way they deal with things mm-hmm. and how they were growing up so i guess it is kind of a yeah. learned situation and that's what i'm saying i think it's all it's about your life e- experience it's about what you've been through in the past to help yeah. you react honestly the people that freak out and are living in a really nervous state right now mm-hmm. i'm sure you there's fear for like family members health and whatnot but if you're like w- constantly worried about yourself and, oh, I'm not going to have enough toilet paper to wipe my behind <laughs> after I take a crap, you know what I mean? That's not that's not rational thinking unless you're in a state of panic, honestly. And there's a lot of people that panicked. And there's a lot of people that just said, screw everybody else. I'm going to take care of my own comfort. And that's very selfish. You should try to be, if you take something away from this podcast, I would say, Stop yeah. thinking about yourself so much and practice thinking about everybody else as well, you know? Yeah, I would say. Um, and even like what they're saying right now, supporting local businesses mm-hmm. is something they're saying that's a good thing because like these bigger companies that have a bunch of chains and stuff, they're doing, they're, they're doing they're really fine. well right They have now. money behind them. Yeah, These local businesses that are out of work or like not doing as much work because people aren't coming into their shops their stores their restaurants yeah it's hard for them to yeah stay afloat so if you haven't lost your job and you're still working and making money during this time by all means get out there and spend some money on some of these local businesses these local businesses employ people and if these local businesses go down because people like you aren't supporting them when you could be then you peep other people are losing their jobs as well we have to think about everybody right now mm-hmm. and that's that's important so um so yeah uh i guess we should probably wrap this one up yeah so do you have any recommendations or anything to say before we close up no go spend some if you have a job and you haven't lost your job go mm-hmm. spend some money on some local business in your area and think about other people anyway thank you guys for watching this video we really appreciate it um hit the subscribe button we really want you to subscribe partly because of selfish reasons (laughs) but also it's uh i think we're we're working hard to produce content that we actually are are okay with people following right now it's free to subscribe so do that and uh, we'll really appreciate it thank you guys so much for watching and we'll see you 
in the very next video. Mm -hmm.